Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Universal oh, Cinematic Universe. The podcast will... It's been a long, long time, my friend. I am your main host. Host, I have altered the deal. Pray I do not alter it further, James. On my right... The man who the steel just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, seriously, he only agreed to do one podcast with me. Now he's doing like 12. Jamie. That's <laughs> true. And the, ma- and the man who needs to bring all the podcasts back to life. I have so no disintegration. Ryan. Yo. I actually didn't mean to do that. Uh, where it was like, oh, I actually gave all of us the villain intros because the bad guys win this one, technically. So, well, it's a dark time for the Rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troopers have driven the Rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evaded the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker has established a new secret base in the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probe droids into the far reaches of space. Now, I have one problem with this opening crawl. Yes. Luke? Luke has no leadership thing in the Rebellion. He is literally a pilot for the Rebellion right now. Yep. Like, his rank increases in Return of the Jedi, probably, and then after that, where he's a proven Jedi now, but, like, all he is right now is, what, uh, a pilot and let's say, a war hero. He is a hero because he destroyed the Death Star. Uh, but yeah, um, so we get the, you know, the cool shot of the Death Star and millions of wee probe droids going round, and we see the ice planet of Hoth off, and on a tauntaun on, or as I called them, um, we had inbred horses for years. Well, I, no, I think I called them fluffy kangaroos for years. That's what I called them, fluffy kangaroos. It was like, quite frankly, they seem like something you would do a level on in Crash Bandicoot. Like you'd jump on it and you'd have to run across it and like crush some boxes while a boulder's chasing behind you. And probably get in the platinum time travel relic would pull your hair out because, like, there's that one jump you have to make, but it's very hard and it's ruins your time. Anyway, enough about Crash Bandicoot. It, even though I would really enjoy seeing Crash in Star Wars. (laughs) Oh, but, um, so there's a weird asteroid crash on the planet of Hoth and our young boy Luke goes to investigate and he's hit by a fucking Wampa uh, and then we get basically cuts to um, wait do we go to Luke in the ice cave or do we get seen 
of the Rebel Base? Uh, Rebel Base, then uh, Luke in the one part nest, the cave. Okay, basically we see the Rebel Base, kind of like that. The only real somewhat, the only two somewhat important things are Chewie's working on the Falcon. For some reason they in this is something they all everyone seems to forget about in this movie, but like for this movie and this movie only, the Falcon is broken and terrible and straining on for dear life. Like I don't know. Oh but oh so is this where we get the first interaction between Han and Leia? Yes. Okay, we get our first interactions between Han and Leia, and this is the first time I've properly rewatched Empire in a couple of years, because normally I either watch it in snippets, or when I watch for May the 4th, I'm not properly watching, I'm probably doing something else in the background, I have it on in the background though. This is what made me realize, this relationship is terrible, at least in this movie because she later gets into him when they're in the fakes in the space arlac as i call it yes i know it probably has a real name i know it has a wikipedia page on it i know there's probably a massive story in star wars about how it's super important but i call it the space arlac but basically this relationship kind of can be described as Han Solo keeps harassing Leia, but, you know, eventually Leia likes it. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Now, I understand what the idea of the relationship is. Both people kind of ang- kind of angrily flirting with each other and all that, which could work. But the problem is Leia's not into it. Mm-hmm. She's that's what kind of go that's what kind of goes mm. now if i remember correctly the, the relationship's better in return of the jedi but yeah this n- not a big fan yeah um, but yeah then we see luke in the ice cave he's frozen upside down i've always wondered even as a kid how did the Wampa do that? Because the Wampa is basically just an animal. It doesn't have, like, ability for a mice. Like, was there already, like, an ice thing there, and he just shoved Luke into it? Or um, I, I never understood how Luke gets stuck in there. Uh, I think... I think um, the Wampa uses... Either actual icicles that were already there and he just places Luke on them, or he uses his saliva to stick him onto the wall and it freezes over. Mm, I don't know. But uh, basically, uh, Luke in... Is this actually the first... Yeah, this is actually the first time we've seen the Force do it of being able to lift objects. Yeah, because... In, if you remember, in New Hope, the only two things we saw of the Force was the, you know, you don't need to see our identification, and also the shot in the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fascinating. But um, 
look saber, pull his lightsaber, cut himself down, cut off the arm of the Wampa, and saber to leave. And if I remember correctly, there's a legend story where he goes back to Hoth and he runs into that Wampa again and kills it. All right. Like, yeah, it's it's one of the, like, those weird things in where like it's also like how um, in Legends when Boba escapes the Sarlacc pit, it like he goes there like every year and just shoots it from space because he's like fuck you. But anyway, that's small spoiler aside. Luke's crawling for the snow and he's like basically on death's door, and then. Luke, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin, hello there, hello there, yes, hello there, Anakin, hello there, Luke, you need to go to the Dagobah system, you'll be trained by Yoda, he'll he'll teach you how to be a proper Jedi, because, you know, as far as Star Wars is concerned right now, he's the only other Jedi alive. Uh Uh-huh. We now know there's like 12 well, like yep. probably more. <laughs> Though that would be a much different movie. It'd be like, yep. yeah, um, go meet Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> What's the? Is that is that like spoiler beeping? No, that's like error. We don't error. What's going on here? Why is someone from the future here now? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Star Wars is a bit we'll get into that later Jamie but yeah basically let's just say um, at this period of time there's like 20 different stories happening at once in other places and basically back at the Rebel base Han's like oh no actually no I got this wrong ha- at the end of the Rebel base Han leaves to find Luke then Luke cuts himself from the ice cave, if then you know go a Dagobah, uh, and then uh, in actually a cool shot for the time, I'm uh, Han goes through the ghost of Obi Wan to make it fade away, and he's like, oh there you are, look, um, yeah, you, you're gonna freeze to death. I'm gonna take your lightsaber, cut you open, and then no cut cut the tauntaun open. And, and use it for heat. And then we get possibly one of the most pirated line of Hansel of the, I thought it smelled bad on the outside. Uh-huh. And then Anne Faye goes away and then we see Reb. Uh, then in the morning we see basically some, oh, they, they have a name. I'll call them. I'll call them starfighters right now. I know they're not starfighters, but we see rebel starfighters looking for Han and Luke. They find them. They they bring them back to the base. Probe droids. Look, no, they're not. No, I'm talking about the rebel things. All right. They're not probe droids. Oh yeah, yeah. Either um, it's no. they're not speeders. No, no. I wasn't gonna say that. Uh... Uh, I know they have a name. Yeah, I have a le- I have two Lego ships of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just call them s- snow ships. 
at Stockholm Starfires, that's quicker and easier to know. Right. Or, uh, yeah, because like we'll talk about them for like two minutes, and then we'll never hear from them again. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, they bring Luke back to the Rebel base, and he is in. We don't get a name for it, but later on, thanks to outside Star Wars me- media, we know that's a BAFTA tank. Mm-hmm. Basically, they heal them up, up, and all that. And Luke is still weak, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." And it's like, "Oh yeah, you're good. You're still alive." Leia comes in. It's like, oh, yeah, you're still alive. Han becomes a creep again. And and then to get back at Han, Leia kisses Luke. Jamie, I'm just going to ask you to keep a pin in that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you why, Jamie, but let's just say next movie we're going to have to have a talk about this kissing scene. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> All I'm saying is Ben could have warned him. A wee bit. Because Ben knows. But um, we during all of this, um, um, Vader, it's revealed that the probe droids are Vader looking for the planets. And it's like, okay, they're on half. Let's go, 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 go. Oh, and uh, they basically come up with the plant. The rebels come up with a plan. Basically, their plan is to run away. They can't fight on Hoth. They have a uh, it's like a null energy blast thing. It's basically a giant cannon that disables the Star Destroyers and that. Be a little bit gross, it looks like a tit. It kind of does if you look back on it. Also, yeah. Also, um, there's a cool, there's like a really good ominous bit when the rebels are getting like their, like their defense ready against the empire. It's nice and silent, and then you hear, bong, bong, bong. Guy uses the binoculars, and we see eighty eighties. Oh, my childhood ships, my childhood weapons, uh, and yeah. my first proper big Lego set to be- that I built. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really cool. Also, um, Jim won't get this because he hasn't played the Lego games, but when the guy took off his binoculars, I was really sad he didn't have the giant mustache he has in the Lego games. Mm. Like, no, genuinely, I spent years thinking he actually did have a mustache. Oh, wow. Ash. Oh, Ash. and also, it's my favorite thing to go on, uh, my favorite thing to uh, ride in in the original Battlefront game. Yeah, they're, they're quite. Oh, you're talking about 8080s? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about the speeders. Um, I don't agree with you. They're too slow for me. See, that's the thing. If you could deal with... Yeah, I know. They were really slow. That's why I waited until the AT got closer to the village before I actually uh, rolled on them. The cool bit is that they were spawn points, which makes sense because AT-80s can drop down troopers. So 
it makes sense that they were spawn points. But yeah, they were like moving spawn points. So whenever I play online Battlefront on the old servers that still use the old PS2 games. Oh yeah. Games what they what they what they do is they they deliberately put AT they move AT80s to deliberate points so they can be used for spawning. Mm-hmm. Very fun. But um Basically, they they get out of the stars, like they get out the slow, slow speeder things, and they start attacking the AT-ATs and the ST, the ATSTs. Um, for a, just to tell you which ones which, Jamie, the AT-ATs are the one with four legs. ATSTs are the ones with two legs. Legs just. I don't know if you ever wanted to know which one was which. I don't know why you would, but hey ho. And well, then, well, yeah. mm-hmm. and they and they figure out that all their weapons are essentially useless in fighting ATATs. So what they have to do is they have to wrap the cables around the legs, have them fall down, and then shoot them. Now, even as a kid. When I first watched this movie, as a little seven-year-old who was willing to accept everything under the sun, even I had questions. Why is it when they're suddenly tripped up, can they be destroyed when they said that their armor was blocking it? Because it's not that they fall over and because of that they explode. No, they fall over and then you shoot them, then they explode. I never understood that because the shields um, are uh, the shields go down when they touch the ground. They say, "I would agree with you," except even in the movie, they say it's the armor. Mm. They don't say the shields; they say it's the armor that's blocking it. If it was the shields, I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, that that's a thing," but no. And it's not, and it's not even like it's like oh. You have like weak points, like say at the neck or that, that are exposed. No, they like shoot the center part. So I never understood that. Mm. But yeah, um, they're able to take down a couple of ATA, AT-80s, and Luke's ship gets crushed, like gets shot down. So what does, was he able to do? He gets his grappling hook. Climbs up one of them, uses the lightsaber to open it up, and then throws a bomb in it, and then lets, and then drops and explodes from the inside out. I always loved that. Oh, so cool! I forgot which Star Wars game does that, but um, in one of the Star Wars games where they added in a little bit more, what happens is you go inside the AT-AT as Luke, and you have to kill like a billion stormtroopers and then oh, leave cool. the bomb and then run out but yeah it's it's quite cool because when you drop the bomb um it explodes before you can leave so the 8080s are crumbling so you have to like sprint out of it but like some bits are broken so you have to jump over or duck under it's a cool level oh, oh. And at the same time, Han, Chewie, Free Peel, and Leia are like, okay, we need to go. Oh, 
and they leave, they, they're able to leave, but can I say I love the Snowtrooper gear? Oh, yeah, they're cool. Like, I think out of all the different variants of Stormtroopers, I think that's my favorite armor design. Yeah. Like, very, mm-hmm. very good. Vader's also there. Now, knowing, knowing what we know about how powerful Vader is, he could have stopped the Falcon. Mm-hmm. But hey-ho. Because oh, I was going... Because I was going to ask a question later on, because basically the ships get away and uh, Luke leaves the group because he goes to Dagobah and the Millennium Falcon gets chased by the Star Destroyers and like very much like Vader's like, no, I want that ship. Here's the thing I was going to ask you. Does he think Luke is on the Millennium Falcon? Oh, no, no, no. Is that why he's so obsessed with uh, getting the Falcon? Does he think Luke is on there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like he doesn't even yeah. Like he doesn't even know that Luke is his son yet. Because I think he gets revealed that when the Emperor tells him. But I think it's very much like the no, you blew up the Death Star, I'm going to get you because yeah. that kind of also is in the Star Wars comics that Vader's chasing after Luke because well Luke blew up the Death Star uh, I don't know it's in the Darth Vader comic very good read the Darth Vader comic mm-hmm. it again has my two favourite Darth Vader lines He's going after a young Jedi Padawan, and the Padawan has his lightsaber up to Vader, and and he's like, "You killed my master," and Vader's like, "That that does not narrow it down." And because yes, like yeah. Also, uh, he in that comic, Vader gets surrounded by like a thousand rebel soldiers and they're like, yeah, put down your lightsaber, you're surrounded. And then Vader like turns on his lightsaber it's like, I am oh, I am surrounded by fear and dead men. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. Um, they kind of cut between the two stories in between them, but I think we should do one story at a time. So I was going to just say what happens with the you know the Han, Leia, and the Falcon story, right? Okay. A, a, and then go to Luke. So, like in the movie, these are being split between the two. I don't even know why I'm saying that. Well, I was going to say everyone has seen this movie. Jamie hadn't. It's the whole point of the podcast, mate. Not always. We do had we do have some movies that. Probably all of us have seen that we will review. I don't I know. I've done it yet, so that's yet to be proven. I... Have we all seen Back to the Future? I have. I've seen all three of them. Have you, Jamie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Have... Yeah, well, Back to the Future is on the list of movies we're reviewing. So, yeah, we've all seen Back to the Future. Ah, good. So, yeah. Um... Scott. 
for the future later oh, on. Oh, by the way, he's going to be at Comic Con. He's at Comic Con this year. Yes. Yes. Okay. Basically, the Falcon is able to hide itself in a asteroid field, field, and during also before that, it's very funny where the where like hands like everybody strap in. We're going at light speed. Why is this not going to light speed? But what's happened? <laughs> and. And so they're able to go into an asteroid and they're beginning to plan to fix everything. This is where we get Han being uber creepy and yeah, so we basically get creepy Han, it works. I've made my piece about this. I don't I'm not a big fan of it. Move on, move on, move on. But um they're going outside because weird bat things are on the Falcon, and and when they're dealing with it, Chewie shoots the shoots the walls, and the whole thing starts shaking, and then Hans like, wait a minute, shoots it, and then it starts shaking again. I also liked it in the Family Guy parody where they extended this to like two extra minutes of Han keep shooting it because he's like because he's slowly figuring it out but every time he gets closer he shoots it it's quite funny uh, but <laughs> are you actually there Ryan? Yeah I'm still here. Okay um, so yeah when they yeah it's just your silence but yeah um, right. uh, they go into the, the Han's like oh shit I know what's happening. Okay everybody back into the Falcon go 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 so they are able to leave as the cave is slowly closing in, except those aren't rocks. Those are teeth. teeth. And then they escape and we see it's a giant weird lizard snake slug thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in Lego Star Wars for the DS... This is such a great little bit because you can, because you did the level where you escape in the Empire and you go into a hole, oh, and then there's like a bunch of like blue, blue studs in there for you. You go get them, and when you're leaving, the things closing, closes. They go to the they go to the Cloud City, a over Bespin, and and. They meet the man who was the original owner of the Millennium Falcon, who Han Solo won in a card game. Keep a pin in that. That, that, Jamie. We'll eventually talk about that. But we meet the coolest man ever. Like, I've joked about, oh, Boba Fett, so cool, he's not. Han, cool, eh, not as much. I genuinely believe this is the coolest man in all of Star Wars. Uh-huh. We meet Lando motherfucking Calrissian. And, and, and it's great because it's like, what, what have you done to my ship? Yep, yep. But anyway, love to see you, Han. Oh, hello, Chewie. Puts the smooth talk on, on Leia. He's quite charming. Very charming, actually. Uh, and yeah, they basically go on. They get a grand tour, 
and their guest of honor. And then Lando is talking to Han and he's like, Oh, we've got this plan. It's not we've not it's not enforced by the Empire. And it's like, oh, how do you stop the Empire going after you? It's like, oh, I've made a deal that will mean the Empire isn't here. Open the door. And then Vader's sitting at the table for them. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I like to imagine in that Vader, because it says that the Empire got there before they did, and that's why, and that's why Lando took the deal, because they got there first. I like to imagine that Vader got there much earlier than and the the Falcon. So it's like, okay, Lando, when Solo comes in, I'm I'm gonna be sitting on the table. Oh, and comes it's gonna be a big shocking moment. He'll probably shoot me out, deflect some blast, and take the gun. You know, it will be cool. So I'm just gonna sit here and wait. <clears throat> this is taking forever. Like I haven't, I didn't actually see the table, but I like to imagine he actually, he was actually having his dinner. Mm. He was like, he was having a nice dinner. The door opened. He was like, "Oh shit, be cool, be cool." Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. Actually, no. We can we'll talk about the rest of Cloud City before we get to Luke. Ick, ick. Uh, basically, Han Solo gets tortured and. And then Vader's like, yep, yeah, uh, uh, Boba, you can take Solo. They freeze They freeze Han Solo in Carbonite. Now, if there was any prop from any movie I could take, I genuinely think I would want that. Uh. The Han Solo in Carbonite. Apparently, it's bloody massive. Apparently, it's like 12 feet tall. Yeah. I I still want it though. I mean we uh, know you and I were at Comic Con and we stood next to one. Yeah, but that's not the actual one, no. I want the actual Yeah, actual but I'm just one. saying even that was a even though that was a cardboard cutout, it was still pretty tall even with that one. Yeah. Yeah, but you could also get like one that's like five centimeters tall. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I want you could that. also get a Lego version that's like one inch. Mm-hmm. He's also a useless character in Lego Star Wars. As a glitch character. Because he's slow, can't do anything, and can't attack. So basically like, another C-3PO. No, C-3PO has puzzles you need him for. Yeah. You can't even use you can't even use Carbonite Hand for that. They're like there's no reason to use him. Yeah. But Anyway, also we get um, the iconic, but also kind of douchey. Leia being like, I love you. It's like, I know. I never liked that. Really? Uh, Klaus Harrison Ford as his masterpiece of improvising on that move. He was supposed to say, I love you too, but nah. Han Solo would say, I know. Because it's, because it... I think it's because of like looking back now with more modern eyes and that, and seeing how terrible this relationship in this movie is. 
Mm. Again, I think in Return of the Jedi, it's better from what I remember. But in this movie, Han and Leia, that's not good. And then it's like, it seems very bad and like emotionally abusive. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, Han gets frozen in carbonite and... And then he gets given to Boba to give back to Jabba because Han owes him money. Mm-hmm. Hey, so that's that. Let's go back and see what Mr. Uh, Luke Skywalker is doing. He lands on a planet called Dagobah, which, fun fact for Jamie is also apparently canon in the Power Rangers universe because in a random episode of Power Rangers, they're like, oh yeah, uh, we've scanned this planet and the Dagobah system. It's just a one-off mention. I I lost my mind. Anyway, so Hmm. there's apparently no technology on on this planet. They land on it, and Luke talks about how it feels so familiar now. Luke go- leaves his X-wing, and ha- and he tells R two to stay with the ship, and R two loses his mind and leaves. Mm-hmm. Now, Jamie won't get this, but Ryan, for a small spoiler for when we cover episode three, but Ryan, what yes. was the last thing Anakin said to R two? Stay. With the ship, R two, and he never and he never saw Anakin again. So that he probably is like, oh no, I know how this goes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I kind of like that. It's it's poetry, but the wrong way. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's I I like that. At and the the. the X-Wing starts sinking a bit further so they can't really leave. And then they go and find... They're going to try and find Master Yoda and they find an old green man. Now, before we talk about anything else, can we all agree that the puppet work on Yoda is fantastic? Yep. Completely agreed. Mm Mm-hmm. That's Jim Henson. You might know him as the guy who did Kermit the Frog and the Muppets. Which is why it is so good, because the Muppets and Yoda are just brilliant puppet work. You know that it works for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you hire, you hire the best, and Jim Henson is the best. Oh, oh, we have suffered minor technical difficulties. Indeed. And by mine, I mean Jamie has left. Um, we, are, we are fixing this. Please join. Please work. Oh, he's back. Yay. Alhamdulillah. Well, slight issues. Nothing much. We just gushed about Jim Henson. I, 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 I did a bit of the Muppets. That was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just talking about the puppet work. And very much, and basically, like we all know, this is Yoda. Yoda gives him the wrap wrap around and takes him to his hut to eat, so you know Luke can meet Yoda. Luke 
kind of keeps embarrassing himself and Yoda just like kind of loot kind of just gets fed up and he kind of just goes I, I can't train the boy I and then Obi-Wan's like yes but remember I used to be like him um, and um, he keeps talking about like basically Yoda keeps giving excuses why he can't train Luke but Obi-Wan's like yeah but I used to be like that there are other people like that mm-hmm. until he gets to he's too old and it's a subtle thing it might not have been mentioned but when he says like he's too old yes yes he's too old like it feels like Yoda is coming up with like trying to come up with a reason why he can't train him it's because he's so traumatized of what happened to Anakin that he doesn't want to go down the same road with Luke. Because mm-hmm. the galaxy is rubber, is terrifying enough without two Dark Lords of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Also, we'll talk about when we review N- uh, Return of the Jedi, but thanks to extended material, we know Yoda doesn't want Luke. Mm-hmm. He wants the other one. Duh. There is um, another. Yes. Yes. But um, he eventually agrees to train Luke, Luke with the, one of the best scenes, which is um, Luke's like, oh, train me. I'm not afraid. And you're just like, you should be. He, Love he it. does. He does ment- mental and physical training with if Yoda he kind of gives a similar explanation of what the Force is to when Obi-Wan did in A New Hope. Like, the Force is everywhere. It connects us. It binds us together. It's that thing. He kind of gives the same thing. And then we get one of my favorite scenes to add extra stuff to. That probably is the Hoth Pit. Once Anakin is fit, once Luke is finished training for this day, he sees a cave, and it feels evil. But he is drawn to it, and he asks Yoda, "What is in that cave?" And Yoda responds with, "Only what you take with you." Oh, uh, and at Luke's. He doesn't need to bring his weapons. Luke doesn't. And he takes his weapons with him and he goes into the cave. And what does he find in the cave? Vader. They have a, they have a short lightsaber fight. And then Luke cuts off Vader's head. The helmet breaks open. And it's Luke's head. Now. Ow. Thanks to more extended materials, we know this cave basically uses your fears against you to help to make you embrace the dark side. I'm going to give a theory, and I want you to ask if this is if you agree with this. The fear that Luke has is if he lands the, if he truly lands the ways of the Force, he will turn out like Vader. Uh, yes. That's why, you know, cut off the helmet. Oh, shit, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. He's feared Uh, that he 
yeah, that he won't become as evil as Vader because what he doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. What he doesn't yeah. know yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he leaves. He leaves the cave, but he, and then after more training, and he's like, he's like, oh, I've got a vision, Cloud City. My friends are there. I need to go after them. And Yoda's like, don't be patient. You're being emotional. That's not what a Jedi does. Stop it. You're being a dumbass. Ass. And Ben's like, now nah, look. Hello there. Hello there, Luke. Hello there. Don't do it, Luke. Stop. 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 Uh, look. Stop. I can't help you if this happens. And looks like, well, screw you as I'm leaving anyway. He goes to Cloud City. Now. You forgot something. You forgot one of Yoda's most famous lines in that movie. Oh, there is another. No! Like, do or do not, there is no try. There you go. Now, we got to <laughs> do it in the voice. Do or do not, there is no try. God, I just love that yeah. line so much. Yeah. It's good. Also, I was going to attempt doing actual Yoda's impression, but I would have thought, nah, because knowing me, I'll probably mess it up. But I just love that line so much. Yeah. But basically, wait, I think I got it. I think I got it. No, no, we don't want it. Stop. Stop. Come on, I had it. You had one chance. You ruined it. You wasted it. You're done. Well, I did it anyway. Screw you. This is terrible. But also, look, uh, Yoda's able to pull up uh, the X-wing from the from the, the Earth dwarf. Yeah. So you just didn't remind me. I would have left it. So no, this is as much on you as is me. I'm not meant to be the main person here. I just I'm just carrying a slack because none of you are. But anyway, Yoda is oh, able to force. This. Excuse me. It's not like we've not tried. No use having, because if you did, I would have stopped. But anyway, we're too nice, Luke... though. We t- we're too nice. We don't like interrupting people's mid sentence. Anyway, <laughs> oh, Yoda, li- Yoda lifts up. Yoda lifts up the X-wing, basically showing that to the force size means nothing, and it's a cool scene. It's better when, like, you have other things, like for example, in the Force Unleashed, you get a bit that. expands this moving on on now I want to ask you guys a question how long do you think Luke was on Dagobah I want I want Jamie's answer first then Ryan's how long how long do you think Luke was on Dagobah why asking you cunt first (laughs) Because, because to use your words, you're the new cunt. <laughs> Dude, language. This he is said, a... "No, but, Ryan, yeah, you didn't have to repeat it." Ryan, I set this podcast as explicit, <laughs> so yeah, swearing is involved. Mm. Oh, Just any guess. I we we don't mind. And just any guess. I'm trying. Realistically, I would say, I don't know, but 
Nine months. Nine months. Okay. I'm Ryan, not, how I don't know if it's going to be like a Star Wars thing. You know how Star Wars and things yeah. like that like go like you could say nine months and then it turns out to be like be ten minutes, one hundred and sixty-nine yeah. years where I'm yeah. totally right out. But mm-hmm. nine months, that's what I'll say. Okay, Ryan, how long did looks? How long do you think looks spent on Dagobah? Are we? Just doing episode five on Dagobah, or are we in episode six? five? Right. Episode five. Uh, it's definitely. Uh, I would say fewer than nine months. I would. <sighs> oh, that's difficult because I'm trying to figure out how long did it take for them to get to Cloud City at the same time it took Luke to actually get to Dagobah and actually train with Yoda. Uh, actually, now I come to think of it, actually, I come to think about it, I think it might have been over nine months. Look, just give me a random number because uh, I've got the answer. Uh, I'd say 11 months. Okay. Now, I originally wrote down what I thought it was. I originally said f- three days, is because I because I knew it was more than one day because before Luke goes in the cave, Yoda says, "I'm done training you for the day." Yeah, so I was like, and using that as an estimate, I guessed, oh, three days. I looked mm. up. Yeah. Which one do you want first? The pre-Disney buyout or the post-Disney buyout? Uh, do pre first. The pre one. So this was this was officially written in 2013. So this is before Disney bought Star Wars and all that stuff happened. They said Luke spent 18 months on Dagobah and there's six months between Empire and Return of the Jedi. So Luke spent a year on Dagobah. What? Now, that's pre Disney. Post Disney. In one of the Star Wars comics or that, Luke mentions it's been a few weeks. Okay, that makes more that's more makes more sense. So let's say two to three weeks. That's how long he spent on Dagobah. Good. And then Good. and then after that he spent six months on Dagobah between Empire and and Jedi. Right. Okay. So look Weeks. That sounds about right. Weeks. Mm-hmm. So Luke goes I to. Say, I was originally going to say a week, but mm-hmm. again, I was trying to figure out um, the mm-hmm. whole time difference. Yeah, uh, but um, so Luke ends up. Uh, so Luke goes to uh, Cloud City. Basically, he gets there with no problem because you know it's a trap. Uh, actually, Princess Leia mentions that. Yeah, somewhere in somewhere in the distance, a young Admiral Akbar is like, "Hmm, I'll write that down." <laughs> also, also speaking of Leia, um, I forgot to mention uh, when they're going into the asteroid field, when they're going into the asteroid field and the th- and the hyperdrive doesn't work for the second time, uh, Leia says, "I've got a bad feeling about this." Nice. We'll, we'll we'll keep that 
you know, pinned, but let but let's just say I kind of just went, she said the line. Uh. Um so Luke's able to go down. Um he sees Leia and Free Peel and Shui get like getting chased. They they escape but and they separate because Lando oh portrays Vader and he joins the Rebel Alliance essentially and he helps them escape. They go after Han. They're too late. Eight slave one leaves. That's the end of that bit. They go into the Falcon. We'll leave a pin in that until we get a bit later. Yeah. Luke goes down to the Carbonite pits. What's waiting for him there? Now, to steal... Uh, to steal a line from a excellent YouTube channel called The Warp Zone, who did a recap song of the original trilogy. Very good song. I'll send it to you later after we do Return of the Jedi, but it's a very good song. To steal exactly what they say, Luke Invader, this is it. Epic battles, trading the hits. Sabres clash, pop and fizz. Nothing is as cool as this. this. It's very... It, now... We're going to see a lot of lightsaber fights in in Star Wars. This might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Because while other lightsaber fights are more choreographed and over the top and a lot more big moves, this is silent. But where the, where the one in A New Hope was silent but you know not as good because it was just two old men poking sticks at each other <laughs> this <laughs> this is a this is a proper like sword fight where every single swing matters there is no wasted movement in this it's very good it and eventually the lightsaber moves pat the lightsaber fights moves look atop of an endless pit. We get Luke's hand gets mm. cut off by Vader and he loses his lightsaber. But knowing what we know about that lightsaber, that thing's bloody magic. Because uh-huh. we're going to have some questions about that lightsaber later on, but hey-ho. And we get the yeah. most iconic scene. Like here we go. Like to the point where I need to ask, Jamie, you knew this existed. Did you? I don't or were you com- Okay, good. I, I I would actually be really surprised if you didn't know this existed. <clears throat> Beta I'll, I'll gives touch his... on, I'll touch on that at the end when I Yeah, you are. Yeah. Vader pitches to Luke, you know, join me, we'll destroy the Emperor together, we'll bring order and peace to the universe. Something he'll go back to a couple of times, really bring an order and peace and stability to his new empire. Your new empire? Sorry, you kind of have to with that scene. But anyway, Vader's and looks like, nah, won't join you, mate. I, you know, I know Obi-Wan told me what you did to my father, uh, and and uh, Vader's like, 
Yeah, Obi Wan kind of lying to you, mate. Then, then, okay. Oh, come if on! You're could... killing me here. Yeah, that's the. Look, everyone knows this scene. Literally, I'm pretty sure newborn babies are born with this scene. So, yeah, I'm going to mess around with it a little bit. <laughs> because, oh, what, what, what am I meant to say? Oh, yeah, look, Vader says, oh, I am your father. Bam. Oh, my God. Who knew? Everyone knows. It. So, no. So, no, we'll, we'll go back and we'll let and we'll have some fun. But, yeah, if I could time travel to any time for a little bit of fun, nothing serious. Just, just fun. I would go to a cinema in 1980 just to see how people reacted to this scene. But yeah, Vader goes, no, I am your father, even though everyone does the iconic line of, no, Luke, I am your father. He doesn't say Luke there. Yeah, misremembered. You know, a little bit. But um, And then we get that iconic scene plus the now 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 which is the second most over the top nose we'll get in Star Wars <clears throat> actually third yeah this is the third most over the top no we get in Star Wars mm-hmm. Us. but yeah it looks like nah not true can't be possible and then you know, Vader pulls out like a family picture, points to the baby boy, and he's like, "Yeah, that's yes, you, mate." Oh, oh, sorry, I was playing the Lego Star Wars games at this point. And he's like, "Yeah, you, you, mate." Looks like, yeah, I'll never join you. Peace. I'm going to drop out. Vader could have lit, forced, lifted up. Look, I know, I know, everyone's made that joke. I know this is how it should have ended. Made that joke of when Luke drops, Vader's like, oh, nope. Yeah, you're not escaping me. But, you know, he drops down and he gets extremely lucky, which is something I've noticed. In these two movies, at least, Luke gets away with everything, basically because he's extremely lucky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not luck, it's the Force. No, are you telling me that it was the force that he would go down that pipe down there and hold on to that at uh, Itena then when he cries out for Ben? And the force works in mysterious ways. I'm still saying luck. I'm still saying he just got lucky. And then he calls out to Leia and Leia hears him. Now, I'm going to say this is foreshadowing for the next movie. But the problem being, the next movie complicates this movie a bit. Uh, We we can talk about when we cover Empire, but basically, Luke gets saved. They go to they go to escape. Ape Um, Vader is like speaking to Luke, being like, Luke. Join me, it's your destiny. And something I haven't noticed, just because I never watched this movie properly in, like, years, I always keep forgetting that Luke constantly keeps going, like, why did you lie to me, Ben? I never noticed that. And I kind of... Yeah, because I never properly watched the movie. I would always have it in the background, and, you know, I would pop in for the bits that everyone knows. Us, but yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, 
yeah, Luke is genuinely hurt by this. Yeah. And it's like, Vader technically succeeded. Like, even if he didn't get Luke to join him, he's made him question his masters. And if he separates him from his masters, he's much easier to control. Plus, when we get to Return of the Jedi, Ben's not going to have a good excuse for him lying to him. Nope. But yeah, uh, but it will be the name of a good book. Book. But we'll cover that later. Um, so they go to initiate the hyperdrive. Lando's like, listen, let me show you how Lando Carizian activates the hyperdrive. Uh, it didn't work. Well, why is it not working? R2's like, oh yeah, it, it didn't work because the uh, uh, Empire sabotaged it. Speaking of which, it's all Luke. No, Arthur says that because the main central computer in Cloud City told him. I don't know. I feel like they they were kind of using that as maybe a build up to being like, oh, machines have more intelligence. I don't know. Mm. But Luke's, but Obi Wan, not Obi Wan, Arthur is able to activate the hyperdrive and they escape. And Vader has one of my best bits ever because the Falcon leaves and then Vader turns around, does a double take where he looks back out the window, raises that and just leaves. It's very much like the, I can't even deal with this right now. Ow. Because um, this and um, when the Falcon escapes, he the one of the people in charge of a Star Destroyer is like, oh, I'm going to apologize to Vader, and then we later see that he gets forced short by Vader, and then Vader's like, apology accepted. Now, one of the criticisms thrown at the movie Rogue One is that they made Vader kind of a joke when, you know, he cut the joke about don't choke on your aspirations. Vader, in this movie, is kind of jokey. With the, you know, that I can't even deal with this. He, he leaves, and then we get our final shot on the rebel ship, the Salvation 2, or Salvation Rebuff, I think that's what they call it in the extended universe. Uh, Luke gets his new robot hand, and he's like, to Leia, don't worry, we, we'll get Han back now. I need to ask you this question. We see Chewie and Lando and the Falcon getting ready to leave to go and find Han at Jabba's palace. Uh-huh. Why is Lando wearing Han's clothes? Um, if you look probably, at him, he's wearing Han's clothes. He's probably doing that just because he doesn't want to get his cape all dirty, so he's putting on Han's extra clothes just so because um, he doesn't care that his clothes will get dirty as long as his clothes are all stylish. You say that, Ryan. I raise you the other two movies we see Lando and the Falcon. He has the cape on. Eh, well. Yeah. No, it's, it's, some, yeah it's something I never noticed until Family Guy pointed it out, and now every time I watch that scene, I'm like, why are you wearing Han's clothes? <laughs> now, <laughs> Now, now, if we're going by what's been reported, that 
Harrison Ford originally wanted Han Solo to die in this movie and in Return of the Jedi. Do you think this was them subtly trying to be like, Lando's going to be the new Han? <laughs> give him the Falcon, give him Chewie, give him the claws. Like, was this, was this them trying to be like, oh, this is the new Han Solo? I don't know. Also, Jamie, this will mean nothing to you, but Ryan, <laughs> in the dis- in the extended universe, you know who's piloting the ship that Leia and Luke are on? What? Juno Eclipse. <sighs> like, she has a... Yeah. Like she has a mini story where the end of the book is literally the end of this movie two seconds late and she's like, Yeah, where to now? Oh my god, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. And then there you go. We play the Star Wars theme. And we also find out that this movie was not directed by George Lucas. If you look at the credits, not directed by George Lucas. Nope. He only direct he only directed A New Hope. He did not direct Empire or Jedi. He will he will direct the other movies. But you know, I always find that fast interesting. Now this was Empire Strikes Back. Now <clears throat> Jamie give yours because I think everyone knows what me and Ryan's gonna say. This is great, amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think, Jamie? Say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's another one. I mean, I've only watched this is the second one I've watched. Yeah. You know? And again, it's it's just one I couldn't really get up and just go and do something. That's not knock at you. I know you say you're the other one, but then hang the background. I just couldn't. I couldn't do that, yeah. I mean, I've got a TV in the kitchen. Well, that's where I watched it. And I thought, right, I'll put it on and I'll watch it while I'm doing the dishes. So I pulled the sink up and I didn't even get the dishes done. I have done them since then, but just to clear that we were up, they're mm-hmm. all still sitting in there. And honestly, yeah. the water was stone cold because I just, it, it was like the first one, you know, those wee bits where. Your tank span seems to come down, but they always find some some way to grab you back in. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I have made some shit for this. And this is not a knock to the last film. Mm-hmm. I think this was better than the first one. That as I say, that is not any knock to the last film. I just mm-hmm. You know, I'd still watch the last one. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I just like this one a bit better. If that makes sense mm-hmm. to you. Yes. Well, it sounded disrespectful. Like, uh, yeah. And see if I was to pick a moment. It was the, uh, the I am your father. I've heard it. I've heard it so many times. I've heard, you know, I've heard people say it. I've, I've heard people use the audio on different funny videos and all that stuff today. But I've never I've, I've never seen the actual scene, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I didn't know if it's for this film. 
Okay. So that's when you said that have I seen it? Like he asked me, oh no, when we were reviewing the last one, I'd said, no, I don't know. It could come, it could have came, bro, I know it could have came in the first film or four films in. I did not know. And I actually forgot about that part until mm-hmm. it came on. And I thought, oh yes. I was like, I was like a, a kid at Christmas. I just okay. been, just been getting a PS5. I was over the moon because I actually seen it sounds so pathetic, but I was over the moon. I was so happy because I actually saw the scene where this this audio that I've heard so many times and <laughs> over so many years, I actually know where it came from. It, and I feel yeah. proud. I even and God forbid, my mum came in about forty minutes later after I finished watching it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I finally know. I know where. And she doesn't know. She doesn't know Star Wars. Fucking. She couldn't tell you. But unless it's Coronation Street or soaps, she doesn't know. Yeah. I was like, I know. I know where it came from. I'm not your father. She looked at me yeah. so I was stupid. But I was proud. I, I mm-hmm. actually saw it. So I. You know, I rate this as high as rated I can get. Same as the last one. I'm yeah. really glad. I'm actually, after watching the first two, I'm actually glad I agreed to it because I don't, before I didn't see the appeal. I didn't <laughs> dislike it because I've never watched it. But I just, I never really thought, well, what did people, I mean, like you, you, you talk about it, uh, Joe Work talks about it. Everybody talks about it. I was like, what is the appeal? Mm-hmm. What is the appeal about this? What you know, and I can I feel so good now that I can if somebody else is like that, like, what is the appeal? I can finally come up and say, This is the appeal. Yeah. You need to watch it and then just watch it. Just watch that first film and then you get the appeal. Nice. If that, if that makes sense to you. It does. Okay. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Is that bad? I was on Amazon. I was looking at Funko Pops and I just typed in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie, don't. Jamie, yes, mate. Yes. Don't. Jamie, yes. I beg you. If you think wrestling has a lot of Funko Pops, Star Wars has more. Now, I that completely agree with them. you. I completely agree with you, Jamie. Like, so I'm going to make mine extremely short. However, Ryan, I'm going to throw this caveat at you. This is, uh, what is it, curveball? I'm going to throw this curveball at you, Ryan. What, that's what I'm saying, you're right. We each have to have separate moments of the movie. Oh, so... come on, mate! Come no. on! Yeah, okay, right, Ryan, let me take a guess. If you can, if you if you don't need, if, if we can all have the same one, let me guess. Your favourite moment's going to be, I am your father. Well, duh! So, so's mine, but no, I want Good it to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I want. So I want it all to be different, okay, at least for the okay. at well, least for the Star Wars ones. But no, let it's fine. Yeah, it's so, fine. Don't worry. Episode five had lots of good bits in there. So okay, um, I'll do my bit. Uh, completely agree with Jamie. This movie is amazing. Like again, I dare say it's perfect. 
Like, I will do anything in my power to make anyone who hasn't seen it watch it. Very good. I love it. I think it's better than A New Hope. I genuinely think this is my favourite Star Wars movie ever. And if I had to come up with my own favourite scene, look in the cave. Look in the ah, cave. Okay. Versus Vader. Cut off the helmet. Explodes. Looks there. That's my favourite. Nice. Nice, nice. Now, Ryan, do yours. Please don't try to go too long because Jamie kind of said everything that needed to be said. Yeah, I know. And you as well. Don't worry. I'll just keep it nice and short and sweet. Movie was amazing. Uh, everyone should watch it because it is the best Star Wars movie and it's the it's the best. It's, I think that it's literally the best movie that has been made in all of the 80s ever. I'm just saying right now, it was absolutely fantastic and I absolutely love it. I can never get old and tired of seeing it. And I mm. would say my favourite bit without being a duplicate, I would have to say... Beginning, beginning, beginning. I would say the horse battle. Okay. With the ships, yeah. with the AT Walker, the AT-80s, with, and the mm-hmm. ships. I would say it was pretty cool with that. Okay. Uh, Can yeah, I just pipe just... in there just for a wee bit when Ryan said this was the best film of the 80s? I used to think that, uh, you know, other ones were the best ones, um, like Back to the Future, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Even the Karate Kid, you know how much a huge fan I am. Yeah. Kid. But I've got to agree, I think this... I've not seen the rest, but I think this could be the best one. Yep. I really yep. do. Yep. It's yeah. just some. I mean, I could put Karate Kid on there, and I'll go, mm-hmm. and I'll do something, mm-hmm. and I know what's happening. But yeah. I think if I put this back on, I went to go and do something or some watch again. Yeah, it's that good. Mm. Yeah. Well, I take it there's nothing else we want to say before I do my final line. No, just that episode five is fantastic and we suggest that everyone should watch it because it's brilliant yeah. throughout from the, from the beginning to the end. Okay. And... You don't have anything else to say, Jamie? No, I just say it all. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, you did. Well, we've seen a new hope arise. We've seen the Empire strike back. I think it's about time for the return of the Jedi. <laughs> Brilliant. FYI, I've cut there. We're done. That's that's my final line. Then I'll add the pre-recorded. Oh, thank you for uh, watch. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Yada yada yada. Here's all the links. But yeah, the Return of the Jedi. But yeah, um, so tomorrow, uh, watch Return of the Jedi again. Disney Plus. Uh, then we'll record that. Then yeah, because tomorrow's th- Thursday. Then Friday, so we'll start Phantom Menace two days that then after that will be kind of by the skin of our teeth making it to right. May the 4th I'm just um, uh, hold on I'm just looking at oh my god 
May well, the fourth is next. May the fourth is next Tuesday. Okay, let me let me actually calculate this. I've got the count up right now. Okay, so we have. How the hell has it gone so quickly? I will go on next week. Yeah. Okay, so we've got. Yeah, so we've got uh, Jedi, Phantom Menace, Clones, Sith, uh, Force Ooh. Awakens. Uh, okay, uh, wait. Uh, Rogue One, Solo. We can. I'm not missing any other stuff. Wars movies. Uh, hold on, I'm just going through them. Uh, the the nine, nine, the nine main ones, and then the two side ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all of them. That's all of them. We would literally be making it by the skin of our teeth. Like I have us on the third. Oh, the third. What? That means we cannot. That means we cannot. <laughs> Dodge another day. We literally have to do a, a movie review all evenings yeah. until worst case yeah. scenario. If like if you's no mm-hmm. like if, like you's a diehard Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. if you know like if this makes the sense, movie and you know the films, yeah, the, we don't need to watch it. Like. I could over I've got the weekend, mm. the two days for the dinner. I could watch and see watch one, I could watch two yeah. or three, and then if like if you uh, it'll gear it'll play gear cut a day's play with yeah. like on the Monday or the Tuesday or whatever like Ryan's free. Mm-hmm. I'm Wait, fine it's... any day after the weekend. Day, okay, like, um, one in the af- late afternoon and then one in the evening. I was thinking yeah. that, that makes sense. I was thinking then, that that we do even because I that would be in my house by myself for all of next week. So technically, I could start in the middle of the afternoon and we could keep going until the evening. That's good. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Universal Cinematic Universe. We're very thankful that you've enjoyed listening to us. However, if you'd like to watch me or Jamie or Ryan do our own separate things, we all have YouTube channels, Twitches, Instagrams, Twitters, that usual thing. We also have many other podcasts, including Patreons, where if you'd like for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the podcast. All of it will be down in the multi-link down below, but thank you very much.